now dig on this. Boo. Ah, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. All right, and today we have a very, very special Halloween episode for you. Um, we actually did something a little bit different here. We watched two episodes, Halloween <laughs> episodes, yes. of Perfect Strangers. Uh, if you don't know what Perfect Strangers is, uh, you, you know, you're well, probably we'll, better off. But. We're, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, so let's get started and let's talk about these two Halloween spooky episodes. So let's give a brief overview, very brief, of... Yeah what the show Perfect Strangers was even about. Uh, the show Perfect Strangers was about, uh, I guess, two cousins. Uh, cousin Larry and Cousin Balky. Uh, Balky comes from the fictional country of Mipos. It's like a uh, like an Eastern European yeah, country. Yeah, kind of like Mediterranean, Eastern European yeah. uh, country. Kind of yeah. you know, like, kind of like a Romania. Yeah. So... He comes to America, and his only family in America is uh, Cousin Larry. Yeah. And, you know, Cousin Larry sees him and is like, all right, well, I guess you're living with me now. And yeah. then they just have sitcom situations happen. It, it, it's kind of like a odd couple type thing uh, where, you know, Larry is, is the straight guy and Balky is kind of just dumb and foreign. Well, I mean, he's not stupid. He just doesn't understand. He, he's naive. Yeah, exactly. And, um... You know, he. If you don't know Perfect Strangers, uh, Balky had a catchphrase that you might recognize, and you say, "Actually, I don't think he said it in the most." Re- oh, it doesn't no. matter. But um, his catchphrase was, "Don't be ridiculous." Yeah, and I don't know why they tried to make that the catchphrase. Like it's they tried it a lot. I mean, that was his yeah. catch. You know, to be fair. Whenever I would think of Perfect Strangers, that would always be my go-to, you know, thing for it. Uh, to me, the the staple of the show was always the Dance, the of, Dance Joy. of Joy. Now, they yeah. didn't do it in any of the Halloween episodes we watched. No, they didn't, unfortunately. I think uh, Cousin Larry's back is uh, just, <laughs> just not in it anymore. But um, the Dance of Joy was basically, uh, basically whenever they were happy about something, they would do this weird... Uh, Meepo stance called the yeah. Dance of Joy, and there's a lot of hopping around. There was like a little song that went with it. Uh, yeah, and I think that in there, like they they had a video uh, for Stranger Things mixed with um, a perfect perfect strange, stra- perfect stranger. It was on things. Jimmy Chemical. Yeah, Kim- Chemical. Jimmy Chemical. It was on Jimmy Chemical, and um, I think they did the Dance of Joy there, even though Larry's like uh, 60 years old uh, right now. He, well, he didn't catch uh, he didn't catch Cousin Balky like he usually does. Oh, okay. I, was it the monster? It doesn't matter. We're getting off yeah, topic. Yeah. Already. So, the Halloween the, we watched two Halloween episodes. Uh, one titled Aliens mm-hmm. and the other one titled Fright Night. Uh, yep. They're about four seasons apart. <laughs> uh, so, they, they're entirely different sets. Uh, and but you know, oddly enough, has all the same characters and has all the same jokes. Uh, yeah. The um, so one of the things that we're gonna get in detail about each of these episodes, um, but one of the things about um, Perfect Strangers, I know me and Britain we watched yeah. a lot of it. Uh, it was on Hulu, and I think we we powered through the first season and then some of season yeah. two, and we realized. This show just isn't funny. No, I, I don't. And here's the thing: I, I used to love this yeah, show. Yeah, me as a too. Kid. And I, I think it was just—it's funny because this guy's talking funny. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, I, I wanted to like the show because I, I kind of do like the characters of um, yeah. of Balky and uh, Cousin Larry. I do think they have a weird 
uh, chemistry together. I think they're a lot of fun together, but they're just like the writers must have just sucked because they aren't saying anything funny. Well, I, it was a part of the TGIF lineup, yeah. and you know, on ABC, and ABC is always about uh, family television. Yep. And so I'm sure it was nothing they could, uh, you know, they could really have much teeth on. I guess, uh, I think ABC probably stood for anything but comedy. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a, uh, Balky laugh. See, he doesn't, he doesn't laugh. <laughs> he kind of just does a frozen half scream, so. Oh yeah, he does. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was in the first Halloween episode. He kept on throwing his head back and doing his face. I, I did that, so uh, you can't see it, so I don't even know why I did it. I, I saw it. Yeah, Britain saw it, so and, he can confirm that yeah. it was good. Uh, so let's talk about um, these individual episodes, and then we'll kind of go more into it. So okay. we'll start with the first one we watched. Uh, me, 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 uh, the alien. The alien. So... Uh, Cousin Larry is having a party, uh, you know, a Halloween party, and everyone at work, uh, doesn't want to go- They work at a newspaper, uh... In that there. episode, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I remember in the first season they worked at, like, an antique shop or something weird. That's right. I with, forgot about that. With Pumbaa as their boss. Yep. And, uh, pretty much, they're ha he's having a party, uh, and watching this horror movie marathon, and, uh, no one's interested, which I don't know why, that yeah, sounds like a awesome. lot of fun. Uh, like, they don't, there aren't horror movie marathons anymore for some reason. But, uh, it, no, his, uh, the only people who come over are their girlfriends, mm -hmm. and... Uh, eventually they kind of get fed up after the first six hours of the marathon They're and like, they leave. Is, yeah, this is- this is no fun. We don't like scary movies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even Balky kind of doesn't- doesn't want anything to do with it. He has- they, and then there was like this 20-minute sketch of them fighting over the light switch. Yeah, they're turning off the light because they're like, Oh, you're scared of the dark! No, I'm not. Don't be ridiculous. Yes, you are. Click. No. Click. No. Yes. Click. And, and it just went on and on to the point like, are, are we gonna, are, we, are you gonna do anything? You know, to be fair, that seemed to be the, uh, the MO of the entire show, which is just dragging one, out yeah. one sequence over <laughs> and over. Like in the second one, we'll get to it, but in the second episode, yeah. like there's a, a ghost, uh, spoiler alert, and, uh, like, the whole thing just takes place in one room, and it just keeps on going and going, yeah. and it just keeps on not being funny. <laughs> but anyway, let's go back to the alien. Back to the alien Don't episode. do that. Don't do that. Uh, so, Larry falls asleep uh, during Invasion of the Pod People, mm -hmm. and pretty much has a dream where uh, it's Invasion of the Pod People, but in... Perfect Strangers universe. Yeah, like, where uh, Cousin Balky is an alien from a planet trying to take over. And he can fly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they used, in these two episodes, they used those, uh, those, that suspension set uh, to the extent that they could. Like, they they probably were upset that they had to, you know, shill out money for it. Yeah. Like, you know what, we're gonna get our money's worth. Yeah, so. but, you know, they, you know, if they probably used, they probably reused the same thing uh, that Urkel used when he had his jetpack. <laughs> yeah, I get- you mean he wasn't really on a jetpack? No, he uh -huh. wasn't. That's a shame. But yeah, I know. Anyway, <clears throat> um, so yeah, the whole thing that it was just a dream, by the way, um, yeah. that was the gotcha moment. You weren't supposed to know that it was all just a dream. Like, that was at the very end. You were supposed to believe that legitimately 
Balky is from <laughs> another planet and he's trying to take over the Earth. Like, they wanted you to really believe that that was going to happen for the rest of the, the rest of the series was going to be him and Alien. And I, I was kind of hoping that they were going to do a little bit of, like, the thriller, like, at the end of it. Uh, he kind of turns to the camera and... Uh, it has cat eyes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would have been cool. Or, or or still had powers, but no, they just... I Oh, cousin Larry, I'm no alien, you silly Billy. And then they then they hug. Yeah. And then that's it. Show episode over. Well, they spend about... He spends about five minutes... Um, uh, uh, cousin Larry spends about five minutes uh, basically chastising horror movies. Like, you know, yeah. these were... Maybe watching horror movies was not a good idea. You know, I've been trying to prove that I can watch movies like this since I've been a kid, and I guess that that makes me the reason I like horror movies. Otherwise, I wouldn't like horror movies. It, it was like they were trying to have a moral to the story, but they didn't know what it was. The moral to them, I guess, was horror movies are bad. Yeah, which... That kind uh, of, that's a shitty moral. Yeah, that's a shitty moral, because like, like horror movies are great. Yeah, I love horror movies. Um... We. Uh, this is why we have two months of Halloween. Exactly. We love horror movies. Halloween used to always be my favorite time of year because of, uh, it still is, but yeah. it started when I was a kid because they would always have these Halloween episodes, like, yep. like Perfect Strangers. Or, or Family Matters, or yep. step, uh, by step, step by Step, or uh, Living Full House, single, yeah. Living Single. <laughs> we almost watched that one, but we yeah. found Perfect Strangers yeah. instead. Um, so yeah, that was... Uh, that was the first episode, and then uh, we'll move on to the second episode, which I think is one yeah. that you remembered as a kid. Yes, I remember this you talked was, about this. Uh, this was the episode I. This was my favorite episode of uh, Perfect Strangers when I was growing up, uh, except for the hidden treasure behind Balky's mural episode. Okay, well, I, we'll have to watch that at some point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, for Treasure Month. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was pretty much. Uh, you know, uh, Balky runs through the door. He's excited. He, oh, cousin Larry, we have a ghost. Yeah. And like he, he kind of considers it a a kind of a good luck thing. It's a high honor. Yeah. And uh, so the ghost is is said to appear on the night of his death, which so happened to be that very night. And they uh, they go up there and. Uh, Cousin Larry is, of course, a straight man, saying there is no such thing as ghosts. And then uh, the ghost kind of lifts them all up with that suspension. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the girls leave. They're like, all right, we're not doing this ghost thing episode anymore. Yeah. And then uh, it's just Balky and Cousin Larry trying to basically fight off the ghost and get it angry enough to leave. It just, most of it is just them shouting at the air. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then uh, pretending that their hands are possessed and slapping each other. And the funny thing is, though, I actually appreciate this episode because it had the balls to say, ghosts exist. They, they yeah. didn't undo it at the end and say something like, oh, it was just a dream, or it had to have been your imagination. It's like, no, that's bullshit. These ghosts exist, you know, and these guys fought, you know, encountered a ghost, the ghost left, that's the end of the story. That ghost is out there somewhere. One thing I did appreciate is the, is the uh, you know, was the acting with the uh, possessed arms. It did legitimately look like they didn't have control of their limbs. Yeah, that was, um, uh, and this is, I guess, kind of talk about the whole thing in, in general, but that was like one of the two laughs I think I got in the entire movie. Yeah. Um, or movie, yeah, the yeah, entire sure. series. <laughs> um, like, the, especially when uh, uh, Cousin Larry, his hand gets possessed and he doesn't know it, so he's strangling Balky while he's yeah. looking away. And it's really funny. It's, it's actually a pretty funny um, 
visual joke. Yeah, and, you know, and his he, he looks as Handy screams. Yeah, it, 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 it was a good gag, and uh, yeah, the show by no means is a, is a riot, but uh, it had it has it had a few good laughs. Like there was that uh, there was another laugh, and I tried to remember it was in the first episode, but I already forgot what it was. Yeah, uh, it was towards the end. It was um. It was just a, you know, it was just a string of unfunny moments, and I think then they, he said something that was actually genuinely uh, funny, and uh, I think it was like, because uh, the thing about uh, Balky is that he will kind of misinterpret uh, yeah. words or something like that, and or phrases, you know, like, uh, like, oh, it's a bunch of hogwash. I did not even know they had a hog, you know. Yeah. So... Like, and I think it was one of those that just kind of made me like, ah, ah, a joke that made me laugh. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think it made you laugh. And if I recall, I, I didn't want to meet your eyes because I was like, he's going to yell at me for laughing at this. <laughs> like, he's just going to go over and say, don't encourage them. Well, then again, you, you were kind of yelling at the audience for doing the same thing. Yeah, I, the, the audience kept on clapping at different moments. And don't encourage them. <laughs> the first time he flew, I think they, they, the audience applauded and I was like, you're just, you're just hurting your chances at good quality TV yeah. now. So. So here is the question I pose to you. To me or to, to the audience? Yeah, to you. Okay. How would we write an episode of, a in specific, a Halloween episode of Perfect Strangers? All right, so but I'm going to put a pin in that because I just want to give a quick overview and say All right. that the show suffered from not being funny, but I did enjoy... The first one better because of the Halloween atmosphere. I like seeing all the decorations mm -hmm. and, you know, like the costumes. I was like, I, I really, you know, I love that kind of stuff, you know? I can appreciate that. Uh, I liked the second episode better because it was, I think it's mainly for nostalgia. Okay. So let's get back to the, how would we write a Perfect Strangers Halloween episode? All right. All right. Now, I guess my question is, can it be... There's a lot of lore in Perfect Strangers. Can it be Is any? There? Yeah. Can it be any season? Can it be antique store? Uh, that's fine. Okay. What are you thinking? A Warehouse Thirteen type uh, thing? And maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, it might be in there. I, I would like All to right. see a possessed antique of some kind. Um, maybe, maybe a doll. All right. No, a doll's too easy. Uh, maybe a killing virus. <laughs> no, All right. <laughs> Uh, like, I have an idea. Go ahead. Uh, Cousin Larry uh, gets possessed by Pazuzu. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's up to Balky to to, uh, to exercise the so demon. He, so he comes in wearing a... Uh... Like, he, he, he... Whatever religious... Uh, like some kind of ridiculous religious costume. He has, like, where... a really, really big hat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, he has to duck... Under you know, under the door, and then I can because I can just hear the audience reaction, the yeah. applauding, and when he comes in like that, all right, let's rock this ghost. <laughs> yep, and then uh, then he opens like uh, a re it's a huge book. It is a, it's a scroll. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's even better, a scroll. And then and then he starts speaking whatever meatball language. <laughs> I want I want the. Uh, the language or whatever the, the sacred things that he's the you know from the the Meepo's uh, religion yeah. book to be like easily recognizable song lyrics in America you know something that uh, <laughs> you know something but he doesn't know it because you know yeah. they don't have music there I guess yeah, so it's a uh, oh, what a would... long long time ago I can still remember <laughs> how that music used to make me smile. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, think of a song. That's yeah, hard I, I to do on yeah, the spot. Yeah, I know. I know. It's really like I, I, I know the song. I just don't know the lyrics. Uh, uh, off like uh, to uh, Stairway to Heaven. Oh, <laughs> that would be actually better. Um, as we wander down the road, I don't know what he is now. He's Russian. Is we wander down the road. We wander down the road. Shadows taller than soul. That's I'm, I, In, got, I got all the dialects. And she's buying Stairway to Heaven. And then uh, what happens is that the the uh, ghost leaves or the you know Pazuzu leaves because Larry gets so annoyed it's like uh, uh, Balky that's just stairway to heaven you know to take this seriously and it worked you know I was like yeah. uh, it worked I'm gone I'm not spitting up pea soup anymore so what 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 do some what are some of the things that cousin Larry does because we we know only we know possessed people only do two things yeah, yell and make a mess so I think it's a I, I want to say it's a slow uh, possession, like, you know, uh, first act, like, maybe he starts showing a little bit of evil, yeah. but the first act's about the artifact, like, you know, the, the, the horse statue or something, like, falling down and uncorking the evil, and he gets possessed by it. Like, it breaks open, and there's a little, little scroll in there that, uh, Cousin Larry reads, and that has some ancient tongue, and, uh, it just invites a demon into him. Yeah, he's, he reads, and it's like, oh, I wonder what this is. Luck, 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 luck. Huh, huh, that's stupid. <laughs> and then just, you know, every once in a while, it'll be, uh, co you know, Cousin Larry, like, Cousin Larry will wake up the next day and look like shit, mm. and, uh, like, behind him, like, you know, mugs are moving and stuff is floating, and, and, uh, you know, it's, Cousin Balky's just doing the... <laughs> See, Cousin Balky wouldn't do that. You know, Cousin Balky, um, at first, I don't even want him to notice all the stuff is moving. All right. like, he's like, uh... Like, he looks over, he's like, Oh, cousin, you look terrible. Here, uh, give me your cup, I'll fill it with, uh, with, with, you know, juice or something. I'll fill it with my Meepo's Cure. And as he's turning his back, the club, the club, the club just, the cup just floats onto the counter and turns around. Oh, that was fast, you know, and he pours the stuff in. Or, uh, you know, he, uh, reaches, uh, for the cup and the cup just moves to his hand. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, his his his, his uh, back is turned. He just has his hand outstretched, and he's like looking back in the kitchen. He's like, "Oh, could you hand me the cup?" And he doesn't even notice. Yeah. Like, oh, thank you. But that would actually be a funny joke. That'd be a funny little gag. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I don't think he notices it. Uh, you know, until like the first act is basically over, and the whole second act is when you know we he start you know things kind of start getting ramped up. You know, yeah, that's yeah. When, you know, and the whole third act is the exorcist possession, you know, like the exorcist part, you know, where he comes in and does all the, the you know, in his meat bows gear and does all the, all the exercising stuff. So the second act is where we have to find our, that really juicy spot of like, what are the funny right. things that he can do? So, uh, you know, of, of course, Cousin Larry's probably speaking in tongues and, uh, I, I, I maybe he speaks in, uh, you know, speaks as, uh, as his mother, as Balky's and it's more like, Mama, you're dead? <laughs> when did you die, Mama? Oh! You should have... Why didn't Papa send me for the funeral? I would have come. How, how is... How is Uncle Blotrock? Oh, not there, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, I, that's better than what I was thinking. I was thinking that, um, Larry just stands in the middle of the, uh, the kitchen, just pisses himself. <laughs> so I guess, I, I guess that's a little bit different. Like, I guess we can't really do that. You know, uh, why not? This is our episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no one's gonna pick it up, because it's perfect. Not, not because we wrote it, it's because it's perfect strangers. Yeah, exactly. Like, the fact that we did a good job doesn't make a difference, because, you know, <laughs> it's still perfect strangers. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, he gets possessed and, uh, oh, could you put, like, uh, he asks his mother to put, uh, to put another relative on. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, could you, uh, you know, put Nana on the Larry? <laughs> okay. Hello? Oh, Nana! No, oh, oh, did you ever oh, get... Nana, it's Balky, it's Balky, you remember Balky? Balky Little, Bal- Little Balky, you remember Little Balky, remember we uh, used to play checkers together. Ah, uh, Little Balky. <laughs> Take her off, I don't want to talk to her anymore. <laughs> she doesn't remember, so yeah. he gets mad. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah, then, like, he hangs up the Larry somehow. Yeah. Like, I imagine that, um, like, Larry has, uh, like his, like, like a hand, like all the way raised, like he's a yeah. clock or something, or he's holding a clock, and he just, you know, he grabs the arm and puts it down by his side, and that's where, you know, that's how he hangs up. Falky, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. what happened to me? Uh, you would not believe what Nana said. <laughs> oh, that old cow. <laughs> I, I don't like to speak ill of the dead, Larry. <laughs> And then, uh, so now we can start getting into, I'd say, more, um, a little bit more, like, things flying around, like, the room. Like, you know, that scene in The Exorcist where things are just, like, going topsy-turvy in the room. Yeah. Like, we can do something like that, just, uh, maybe, you know, a little bit more, uh, thrifty, a little bit more cost-effective. Cousin Larry, you are making a mess. Yeah. Um, I imagine some of the things that are... Actually, I was gonna say the things that we see, but we don't... I don't think we see it to save money. Like, he just opens up, you know, Larry's door and you just hear the, you know, see the lights flickering and yeah. hear the... And maybe, like, a, a roll of toilet paper just comes unrolling out yeah. or something. <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna have to clean this up. We can't live in filth like this. I know I'm not cleaning this. He shuts the door. Oh, you give them an inch, they take a mile. Yeah, some people... <laughs> How can he live in filth like that? That is ridiculous. You is you are you is living like swine. <laughs> the swine in uh, in meatballs actually are better than this. They 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 are treated like royalty. So the rest of the episode is him talking about the pigs and how they yeah. <laughs> like it's just a, it's just a one eighty shift. Like and when he comes in in his religious garb, he comes in with a pig who. Uh, who? <laughs> Who is also dressed in garb. Yep, yep, the pig has a little, has a little, uh, uniform on and, yeah. like, a smaller but still dignified hat. It's this exact same outfit. <laughs> you see, Father? I told you he wasn't... Yeah. <laughs> Cousin a... Larry, you are very lucky. I could get him in his... <laughs> I can get him on his tight schedule. <laughs> now I almost want the rest of the series to be about this pig. Uh, yeah, I know. Because, like, you can't introduce a concept of a religious pig. Yeah. Like, not just that, like, 
A pig who's a religious leader of some sort. And very revered. And then not, like, follow up on it. You know, actually, it's probably better. It's probably yeah. better to leave it to the imagination. Yeah, like, uh, he, I, I want to make a reference that uh, he, he was in some kind of bulletproof bubble. Someone took a shot at the pig. Of course. In the pigmobile. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the pigmobile looks like? I know, the Oscar Mayer wiener. Okay. I, I don't think he would be riding. No. And what is basically a hearse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I imagine it's just the same thing, but it's it's like gaudy with a uh, with it's gaudy decorated, uh, with like a uh, you know some kind of weird Mediterranean theme. Like, I'm... I was actually thinking of, like, a pink, like, car of some kind, like a Cadillac, uh -huh. maybe. But the the front of it just has, like, you know, its headlights and, like, the the, the bumper is kind of molded to look like a pig's face. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think, like, would, would, would he have a... Like, the Pope doesn't have a Pope face <laughs> on the front of his car. <laughs> That'd be a little bit weird. Yeah, but that's true, bud. Like, if the Pope did have a Pope face on the front of his car, like, could you even say anything? Like, could you, like, wait a minute, I thought this was a deadly sin, or I thought, uh, I, yeah, thought I, I could say something, because I could say, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, they'd have to get, you know, that would be actually good for the Popes, because every Pope, each new Pope would get a new car. Uh, uh, yeah. To, you know, to, to, like, mold to their Absolutely stupid. Because <laughs> you, you know there's some monk, having, you know, with a chisel who's carving the Pope's face and painting it out of wood. You know, the funny thing is, like, by this point, I don't even think that they're, you know, designing a car. I think it's just like, uh, you know how in Maximum Overdrive they just had that mask on the front of one of the <laughs> That's what I'm thinking now, and I yeah. think it's kind of a, like, it's supposed to look like a smile that the Pope has, but looks more like a grimace, if, because, you know, you're not seeing it front on. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's gonna be a hard to talk. I know, like, what? How, how do we go back to Perfect Strangers after we've discussed the Pope face? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, who, like, it, in this universe where the Pope has a car, has a face in the front of his car... <laughs> When do you think... Who's the first Pope to do that? Was there, like... It, when there was a horse-drawn cart, do you think there was a face on the front? Hmm. I think that the horses wore... Each individually wore masks. Of the Pope? Yeah, of the Pope. Um, it was like Pope Pius I or something like that. And, uh... And but it's you know it's harder for the the, the horses to see with the with the masks <laughs> and that, on, and that's why Pope Pius uh, that's why Pope Pius's uh, cart went off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, starting with like Pope Innocent the <laughs> Third, um, they decided to do the uh, like the the carriage, and I mean like you know those carriages that uh, I, I, I guess the best way I can think of is um, the kind of the carriage that brings. Uh, Jonathan Harker to um, Transylvania uh, to, to Dracula's castle. You yeah, know? like a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, yeah, like, um, but I want it to be as dark and sinister as that one. <laughs> I want it to almost be gothic. It's almost, so it's pretty much the, like, the carriage that a, a coffin would be. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, also, like, the coffin 
where the coffin would go is um, they they've converted it, they converted a coffin to like a seat, you know, so a throne. So the back of the is throne. Is he always laying down? Um, I, I want to say they they stand it up and he's on top of the carriage now. Because <laughs> I I just imagine uh, this pope laying down in the back of his carriage, reading a newspaper, laying down <laughs> as he as he's just going by on this cliff. Like he's like licking his fingers, <laughs> turning the page. <laughs> and you know, telling the uh, telling the driver, yeah, don't drive so rough. I put a new face on today. <laughs> that face is brand new. It gets bug caught in its teeth. <laughs> there, there's some altar boy who's charged with uh, cleaning it out. Like he has to. Like every time the Pope comes back, like he's got to take out the. Uh, like it's the groom boy, you know. He's got yeah. the horse. He's got the brushes for the horse, and he's got another brush for the pa uh, the pope's face. He's got like you know. Now here's a question for you. Like the the pope travels the world a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, now, do you think they bring the face with them to attach it to wherever carriage, or is there is there like uh, all right the uh, the uh, the um, uh, Argentinian branch of of the Catholic Church has their own face uh, for you know for when the Pope visits. Um, I think that it's one. I think the now that it's a mask kind of thing, uh, like a big mask that they can just take it off, roll it up, or whatever, <laughs> and put it <laughs> on whatever vehicle they need. Now, what's really going to be crazy is does the Pope have his own plane? I uh, mean. Pope Bear Lines? Because, like, that's a perfect thing to put a face on. I, I guess, unless he's flying in coach. <laughs> with, 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 like... Vow of poverty. Uh, yep. He's sitting in coach uh, with, with some, like, fat Cubs fan <laughs> next to him. And, like, so, uh, the, the one thing I want to hold a second, he's eating a, imagine he's eating a big leg of mutton. I, I, I imagine, who, the Pope or the... No, the, the, the Cubs like, fan. I imagine he, he's, uh, like, the Cubs fan has, is, has his shoes off and his feet up. See, I imagine that the, the Cubs fan, he's, you know, big, he's a big guy, big beer belly. Yeah. I imagine he's eating a leg of mutton with one hand, the other hand it's one of those, uh, one of those, um, like... Those hands, those foam hands, you know, yeah, that's like yeah. number one. Like, His you face know, is painted. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he's a nice guy, I'm sure, but he's, he's just having, he's just sitting there shooting the breeze with the Pope, you know. I imagine there's a, a kid behind him that's uh, kicking his seat <laughs> and he excommunicates him. Like, now he's still wearing, like, the hat and the garb the whole time, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, he's got, you know, I imagine that. Uh, though he put, he put his hat in the overhead compartment. <laughs> I was gonna say they put his little cane in the overhead compartment. <laughs> right, oh, I guess it's he, a scepter. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of weird. <laughs> he put his scepter up there and then his hat under the seat. Yeah, <laughs> and um, imagine a Cubs fan gets uh, you know, imagine it's barbecue mutton, you know, like dipped in barbecue sauce and yeah. gets it on his vestments and everything like that. It just it drips down on his, on his you know his nice pure white, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> or, or I think it's. It's like, is that real gold on your robe? And he, he has his like sticky fingers uh. <laughs> and and just oh, he gets uh gets it on his robe. So now I know I know that and he banishes that man's said, soul to hell to be eaten by Satan with uh, Judas. Like I imagine, yeah, I because I, I know you said like you know he excommunicates you know a kid and everything like that, but I want to I want to believe that if he just taps his staff and says you're excommunicated, the person just 
turns to glitter and disappears, you know? <laughs> turns to pillar salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would definitely be it. <laughs> You're excommunicated. You're excommunicated. I'm sorry, we don't have any Oreos. We have Hydrox. Excommunicated. Yeah, this was a good trip. <laughs> and by the time they get there, there's just a plane full of salt. <laughs> now I imagine they open like because when it lands things shift around. Yeah. So when they like when they open the door, you know, to you know get out the little stairwell, you know, stairway and everything like that, you know, it just comes drifting out. Like ah, the Pope must be in there. <laughs> like he just leaves one pilot left. I was gonna say, what if he, he if he accidentally excommunicated both the pilots? So now the Pope's got to land the plane, <laughs> and there's someone in someone in the, the mission <laughs> control to talk him down. So do you see this lever on the? Uh, 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 push the lever that says push to close. Push to close. Uh, uh, hurry up! <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> There's so much panic in his voice. He's, yeah, he's a he's a he's a pope. He doesn't know how to fly. Like this is this is a great movie. Like Passenger, you know, fifty seven. Only this is like yeah. like Passenger Zero or something like that. Like, yeah. uh, passenger, uh, what's a pas Passenger Seven? Yeah. Seven's a religious yeah, number. It's a lucky number for them. Um, for, for them, them. <laughs> for those people, for those popes. So yeah, or. Uh, passenger VII. It's still seven, yeah. but you know it's Roman numerals. There you go. And uh, <laughs> now I'm gonna un undo all the excommunicating in terms okay, of salt okay. stuff because in this movie, it's you know like everyone gets sick like an airplane, and yeah. the only person who didn't eat the the meal is like the Pope because he you know he wouldn't yeah. he wouldn't eat that meal you or, know it's or, yeah or, it's meat tainted meat but it's Friday and he doesn't eat it because uh, it's Good Friday. Gotcha. Or it's like he does have his own Pope airline, and just for some reason, uh, like terrorist nerve gas kills everyone. But he was on the John, uh, so he's so the terrorists take over the plane. And he's got to fight off the terrorists, and yes, and then he land the plane himself. Like it's like just, uh, like a kind of like a Air Force One. Yeah. But with the Pope, it's exactly like Air Force One. Yeah. Only we can make it better if it's the, yeah, yeah. It's if it's the Pope, like the terrorists take over, and you know, you're excommunicated off my plane. He throws one of them out, <laughs> and like I imagine, like there's a big, there's a big, you know, ruckus, and like you know, between him and like the one of the terrorist leaders, yeah. they, the terrorist leader accidentally shoots the pilot who's you know been he's yeah. one of the terrorists, you know, but. Uh, I imagine that he uses the, the the Pope uses the scepter as a weapon. Oh, of course. He just he golf swings, or the, the, oh, go ahead. Uh, go on. I say they're you know they think they got um, like it's not it's not just a Pope, but it's also like you know some sort of money or relic that they're trying to take. The the chal like the uh, the the chalice of uh, yeah the the chalice of Christ or yeah like the, the Holy Grail rather. Yeah, and. Um, like, the first time we see the Pope in action, like, someone's back's turned to him. Because they don't think yeah. anything, he's just this old man. Yeah. And you just see the the hat getting closer and closer. It's all you see is a hat <laughs> behind this terrorist. And then you see the scepter rise up and bonk him on the head. And then that's when we, that's when we start the it, yep. the yeah. Pope getting involved. And I imagine he's brutal. It is, like, like violent. <laughs> like he is He is no joke. He is not pulling any punches. Now, does he crucify a guy? Uh... No, that's bad taste on him. I, I think he would. Uh, 
he, he would see that as honoring him. Yeah, he's like, we only crucify the people we like. Yeah, we only <laughs> we only crucify the people we worship. So, uh, so... <laughs> so, yeah, so he's like, you know, he's... He's got to use just about everything that he can in his, like I said, we have the hat. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure, at one point, you know, the guy, he's fighting a guy, a guy's swinging at him. He misses and he throws a hat completely over the guy's face so he can't see anymore. Well, I, I imagine, like, he he uh, uses the, he uses the hat, like, uh, he puts it on top of a chair to make someone think that he's sitting in the chair. <laughs> they shoot the thing. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, he's behind the door, actually. And yeah, that's where he's able to, yeah. Know, wrong poop. <laughs> yeah, uh, I cannot think of a better movie than this. I know Ooh. Air Force One with the Pope. All you have to say, Passenger Seven. What, what, what would uh, is that the name of the movie? Passenger Seven. Yep. Passenger Seven. Fuck. And again, it has to be VII. Yeah. And uh, yes, I, I imagine like there's one scene where he does a sweeping leg kick. And trips a guy. <laughs> the Pope also, you know, he has his own kind of uh, kung fu kind yeah, of thing. Like it's he has, passed down, yeah, but it's secret. <laughs> it's like it's got a special name. It's like, uh, uh, like Taekwondo Pope or something like that. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, let's see, mm -hmm. Krav Maga. Krav. What's it, what the hell is, is that? Klingon shit. No, I think it's actually a hand-to-hand. -hand, uh, oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm. Oh, or is right. that that Israeli? Yeah, training. Okay. So he's got, you know, he's got. Um, like I said, I, it'd be funny if we could find a Latin term or phrase or something that you know that would actually rhyme with it. But we're uh, we're, we're not good with the Latin. Yeah, we're we're running on like. Like, we're running on fumes right now. We have, you know, yeah, like we 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 just put all of our energy into making Air Force One with the Pope. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that and the the Pope face, the Pope face, the Pope mobile. So on that note, um, well, if you can think of a better term uh, out there listening, a better, a cool term, because right now I guess Taekwon Pope is is leading the way. So uh, leave a comment what you think would be a really funny, you know, hand to hand Pope martial art, Pope Fu. Like Shaq Fu. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're two different people, but uh, I like to see the Pope make a do a do a layup. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it'd be kind of cool too. See, yeah. now we've introduced the Pope as an action star. We can have him in a bunch of movies, like Ernest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, for some reason, uh, when you mentioned basketball, I like I, I, it wasn't it, it wasn't like. A, Ernest, who was more like Airbud, but with the Pope. <laughs> Nothing in the rule book says Just the Pope can't play basketball. Skybud. <laughs> that would be, and I imagine that, uh, I imagine that, like you know, he's still wearing his Pope gear, hat, and everything, but he's got sneakers on also, and uh, and I imagine that he's also has like short short. But, you know, like his vestment, short shorts kind of thing. Like, uh, they're still gold-laced and everything. To me, in, in my head, it's he's wearing a regular basketball uniform, the shorts and the shirt, but he has a, his robe around him, and <laughs> it still has the hat on. <laughs> yeah, that that would be that would be hilarious. Now, like, I imagine there are layups where, uh, like, uh, angels carry him to the basket. And it's like, it's almost like a heavenly glow. Yeah, there, there's like a, a, a beam of sunlight comes down and angels lift him, uh, 
<laughs> or, or lift the basketball for a three-pointer before the bu- three-pointer buzzer, buzzer beater. beater. Yeah. <laughs> it's like half court, you know, it's like, and the Pope, he's got one shot to end this. He throws it and it's just, it starts to go down just a little bit and then rises back up. <laughs> <laughs> Like he, you know, as it's as it's uh, as it's going off, uh, as it's uh, missing, like he he crosses himself and starts praying. I see the after the yeah, gets that on one knee. He put me as Everyone's lifting the Pope up over their shoulders, you know. And then he wakes up. No, no, I because I I imagine at the end he you know. The coach on the other team was like a childhood bully. <laughs> he bullied the Pope when he was a kid, and he learns to forgive him after he wins. And, yeah, and, and uh, but uh, he, he he stomps on his hat. Nope, I, he stomps on his hat. You know, they have a, their moment at the end, like, you know, something, Frankie, and he just takes his hand and kisses his ring. <laughs> Bless you, my son. <laughs> And then roll credits like you can't. Yeah, you don't really. You can't really go from there. You, you can't top the uh, like that, that that moment of pure triumph in the movie. Yeah, and uh, Angels in the Outfield has been done, so we can't really do that. We can do it better. You think so? No, you know what? Uh, because we've already done the sports movie, so now let's yeah. bring the Pope into space. Space Pope. Space Pope. Like um, Star Pope. Uh, he's uh. Let's see. Why would the Pope even be in space? Uh, oh, to bring Christianity to oh, the aliens. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. And um, I don't want it to be uh, like an Independence Day or Mars Attacks type no. kind of situation. I want it to be. Uh, I want it to be more alien <laughs> or alien. <laughs> yeah, alien. So, so there's this creature just going through the vents and killing. Uh, I guess all these cardinals. Nope. Nope. I got a better idea. All right. The Pope is the creature, and he's not killing <laughs> these these uh, other. He's converting. Uh, them? He's converting them. All these aliens who they worship uh, the like they worship some space deity, yeah. And so he's you know coming out and like you know like he's in events at one point like ah look out he's right behind you and he turns around and he blesses them <laughs> and it turns the alien turns from like this horrible grotesque monster into a person, so a human. <laughs> oh man. Oh. What happened to me? Don't worry, my son. You were part of a uh, the biggest trans-dimensional rift since the Tagusta con- <laughs> Blast in 1908. Pope Busters. That was weird. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. Where else do you? But like, once you once you put the Pope in space, yeah. Where, where do you go from there? Uh, I guess the Pope. You know, the Pope goes to hell and fights yeah. Satan. I guess. I mean. But, but he's like Kratos. <laughs> so he becomes the new Satan? Well, n- n- no. Oh. He, he just defeats Satan. Oh, so he, he just murders Satan. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't uh, as much as he could. Yeah, I guess he just goes down to hell and makes <laughs> Satan more miserable. That's all he does. Beats him up. <laughs> hey. And then he leaves. And I'm off. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, and don't you? F- I hope you learned your lesson. I'm in hell. What else? Could, like, what else do you want me to do? And don't let me, don't let me see your face around Earth again. <laughs> That's it. Hell opens up, and he's got a. He's Close got it a, back up. Yep, and he's joined by a uh, a spunky little sidekick, um, who's a uh, like, Buddhist. 
like Claudia Donovan from uh, oh, all right. uh, from Warehouse 13. So, so like a little uh, altar boy or something like that? Yeah, or yeah, something like that. And uh, like she or he's the techie, you know, doing all, all right. the tech stuff. And, he's hacking hell? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Man, talk about a firewall. <laughs> it's a fire and brimstone wall. <laughs> what did you find on the Satan? <laughs> Oh, let's yes. see. Man, this Satan's not a good guy. <laughs> oh, man, this is a long, long list of things he's done. I know, I know, but what does it say about beating him? Uh... Just uh, touch him, I guess. I, I, I guess you gotta bless him. <laughs> oh, but I have to be within three feet to bless someone. It doesn't work otherwise. The blessing wears off over space. What about, what about holy water? Uh, 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 you told me, you me... <laughs> So, like, he's got to get close enough to the Satan to bless him. Yeah, and he, he was he used, like, a super soaker? Um, no, I, I think that, uh, I, I think it's almost like a Trojan horse kind of thing. Uh, I, no, I think he, what he does is he does the staff thing. Uh, you know, he's in the, the, you know, the ninth layer, and he just, and then just this ring of, uh, uh, like of holiness, of holiness, like, converts the land to, like, <laughs> flowers and sunshine, like, uh. All the faces stuck into the ice turn into, you know, <laughs> plants. <laughs> plants. <laughs> it's it's even more terrifying because you think that well now they're they're still stuck, you know. Yeah, they're, but it they're, looks nice to us. <laughs> At least they're not screaming anymore. At least we can't hear them scream anymore. <laughs> and uh, like all the demons turn into butterflies and bumblebees. Like I imagine, because I imagine Satan's on Earth, you know, hell is yeah. opened up, and when he goes down to the ninth circle and does that, you know, Satan's up there and he looks down and is like, what did you do to my place? And well, the, the ring, I imagine the ring gets to him and he turns into like that ugly tree from Ferngully <laughs> that had the bad guy in it. I thought it was going to be a... Tim Curry. I thought it was going to be a knock like Satan comes down to, you know, to hell and they start duking it out right then and there. Yeah. And then uh, then we can turn him into a tree. Yeah. And you know, and then in the future someone of course cuts down that tree. Re the revenge of the return of Satan. <laughs> it's Ernest. Satan. Ernest cuts down that tree. And and a warrel has to put his hand on the tree like this <laughs> and say, "Yee." Satan, <laughs> I unleash thee. So now Ernest has, like, because that Pope's dead. It's yeah. thousands of years, so now Ernest has to fight Satan. And, and like, he comes from a long line of Popes. <laughs> it's, uh, like, the, it turns out at the end that the Pope that did all this was, was originally named Franklin Worrell. <laughs> he was a Worrell. Yep. And, uh... <laughs> and... I think Satan's Revenge is a funny name for the movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like, it's so ridiculous and over the top. But you know what? This is a spooky topic for Halloween. And on that top, on that note, The Perfect Strangers um, Halloween Twofer. Uh, baffling. A little bit baffling, but uh, yeah, not, not the most funny thing in the world. It's harmless. Um... But it's also pointless. <laughs> like it's not gonna it's not gonna offend anybody watching it, but you know, if you watch it you'll probably just be more bored yeah. than anything. Short but pointless. And uh Yeah, they you'll probably you'll probably wanna like if you wanna watch it just for the nostalgia and to see what nineties television and late eighties television was yeah. like, and then by all means go for it. But um really you it's you keep your expectations low. Yeah. So uh all right, that'll do it. 
a toodaloo. Take it easy, everybody, and uh, have fun this Halloween season. That'll hold a little SOBs.